0: This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be gonna hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, obviously, I've been super excited about this brown, uh, blind brown paper bags concept where I curate interesting people, we taste some wine, I get my fix on getting caught up and building my palate in the wine world, and more importantly, I allow my audience to get introduced to people that I find interesting, that I've spent time with, that I think are doing the kind of things that I know that the people that listen to my podcast on a normal basis uh, uh, are interested in. So I'm gonna go around the room and allow you to introduce yourselves. Uh, And so Damon, why don't we we start with you since I'm looking right at you. Why don't you say hello to the Vayner Nation, who you are and what you
1: do. Damon John, um, uh, entrepreneur since the day I was born, and uh, co-panelist on ABC Shark Tank.
0: I love it. And how's your summer? Ended real good, all that?
1: Summer's great. Got a year and a half over and around. Uh, You know, I'm healthy, and uh, it's been great, absolutely.
0: And actually, while I've got you here, uh, before I move on to DJ Clue, uh, what about uh, wine? Do you drink it? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Have you ever had it?
1: You know, um, I'm not a big wine drinker. Yep. Um, I wouldn't really know the difference. Yep. I do like it. Uh, Good. But, but I drink a little bit of it. I kind of get tired. So I like, usually want to go right to the important part of getting twisted. So I usually drink <laughs> Tito's. Uh, but I will <laughs> drink this and then follow up with some and, Tito's. And, and you
0: know what's funny? You know what's funny? And I've not talked about this, Eric actually uh, built Wine Library with me, he's filming here, like was the guy behind the camera the first 50, 60, 70 episodes of Wine Library TV? I don't think in the history of those thousand episodes of my wine show I ever talked about this. I get tired from wine too. Oh, like like yeah. literally if I drink wine I, I go to sleep I get very tired wow. Yeah it's like It's like getting punched by Mike Tyson I go straight to sleep I mean but, I think it's a good thing too
1: though I think that you can you can end up Winding down at the end of the night Because you have it been right it the hugest that, thing
0: for me When yeah. I travel When yeah. I have to go on a red eye Or if I like need to get sleep If I get bullshit crappy wine On the flight In a plastic cup And drink it I'll go no ambient goes. No like nothing else Things of that nature Thanks for coming on man My on pleasure, Shornow, so I'm excited to talk with you DJ Clue uh, Why don't you uh, say hello
2: What's up man World famous DJ Clue Desert Storm I mean I do so many things Man I'm the plug You know what I mean Radio Power 105.1 Every night 6pm to 10pm CEO of Desert Storm Records Fabulous uh, A couple other artists I mean you know Platinum producer I mean, I you don't know. You're not, pretty, well. I mean. Party you know, rocker, you know, yeah.
1: live, live yeah. too. Come on, baby. Yeah. I mean,
0: for me, for me, it's like, it's funny. I mean, you went with world famous DJ Cliff, so it's hard for me to hyperbolize it anymore, but <laughs> like at this point, like, it's insane to me, but you are, je- you know, especially watching where hip hop sits in our culture, you know, I'm gonna say, because I think it's really, like, you're kind of a legend, which is fucking crazy. Uh, the plug thing is great because I wish everybody could see your necklace right now because you've got, you've got literally like <laughs> plugs out. Like, it's, did you, when you start, and we'll, uh, we'll go into this a little bit. Actually, you know what, before I go into like the kind of questions I'd like to ask you, what about you with wine? Do you drink it? Do you hate um, it? Like,
2: like, where are you at? I
0: don't really drink wine
2: too much. Yep. Um, I'm more of a vodka drinker. Yep. Like he said, I like to, like get to the point, get twisted. Yep. Uh, but I do. Is that I how do- you guys
0: look at alcoholic beverages? Like it's a means to, like where do you, like is that how you think about it? Like, if I'm going to drink alcohol, it's because I want to be in a different mindset. Like, and like,
2: it's again, not casual.
0: I, I, I want to be able to. You know, some people like drink a cocktail because they think it's sophisticated or it's this. Yeah. Like, you guys just get to the point. Like, there's a reason for well, this. Well, I, Let's get there.
1: I absolutely love Tito's. I love vodka. Period. Right. So, uh, if 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 I was someplace and they only had rum and tequila, or something else like that, I'm not. I'm not going to really do that. I see. But I think that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Billy Joel said it the best, you know, uh, you know why the world are you, what in the world are you doing here at, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, what's that song? Oh, how can I remember that song? Uh, Sit to the ball, put bread on my jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, huh? Piano yeah. man, right? Because you know what, as business people, um, I think there's a lot of different ways to release, but if you are on the road crazy and you can't work out, then I'm either at a dinner with some, a bunch of people I can't stand, so I'm drinking to be numb, I'm either at dinner with a bunch of people I love, so I'm drinking so we can just hang out, and I have to cut it off at some point. So if I don't mm-hmm. have the time, the two, three hours to go and get in the gym and mm-hmm. blow it out, and mm-hmm. before I go to bed at night, to cut my mind off, I need something to relax.
0: Interesting. Can you, I, I mean, I, I, You're, you're I, such I, a nightlife, like, yeah, you're, I can't you're, out, you're out late, right? Like, like You're out yeah. two, three, four, on like a... Five.
1: You know, five. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Seriously, you, yeah, you yeah, live yeah, a yeah. nightlife. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You were ba- out last night. Yeah
2: I was out last night I, was I mean like
0: Two three in the- You know I, I got that text From our, our good friend Okay Etan hit me A- up And I was like oh. And then I saw his story I'm like oh He was with Clue I wish I could have gone Like you know You're out late He's vampire. Like, oh, yeah, sund- yeah. like you Last night was Sunday right. And you're
2: at the club At 3.30 in the morning And I had to be I had to be up I-, I forgot I had to be up At, uh, at 12 To go tape For VH1 uh honors I'm doing the voiceovers. So I forgot I had to do that My manager called Like yo where you at Was that devastating? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? I, yep. I, I was drinking vodka. You know, I mean I do I think to more I call it a way to escape reality for a little yep. while. That's yep. what I call it. You Escapism. Know what I
3: mean? Right. Yep. Yeah. That's Joe? what I call it. What's going how on? How are you my man? Uh, I'm doing awesome. I know you
0: live uh, in Houston first and foremost, family, friends. How, how you doing?
3: Uh we're doing well. We actually was blessed, uh miss all the tragic things that, that, that took place out there. Uh got flooded in but we didn't get flooded out. So, because we did not get flooded out, we actually was able to help a lot of other people who did. Uh, but you know, me personally, uh, you know, I'm an athlete, NFL player, free agent right now. Uh, just looking to put myself in position in many other areas, just to be great, uh, and whatever that may be, as long as it's attached to my purpose. So, uh, just here connecting with great people.
0: So, for me, you're interesting and in a good addition, obviously. I think you know Damon and Clue have the luxury of a lot of media exposure through the last decades. Mm-hmm. For me, it's been interesting. You're you're doing super interesting stuff on Instagram. You're a motivational character, which I I like being as well. Uh, you uh, have the New York Jets on your resume, which is super interesting for me. But you know, a lot of people who are listening right now who don't know who you are may know when I tell this story. Yeah. You know, talk to me about, and we'll go right into this first while I pour the first wine. And again, to remind everybody who's listening, oh, by the way, Joe, I apologize. Where are you at with wine? Have you ever had any? Do you like it? Do you hate it?
3: I'm not a I'm not a wine drinker either.
0: Yeah. Uh, now let's so let's establish a rule with three non-wine drinkers. The first thing that really fucks me up with wine is that people and you went there, Damon, is that people think they need to know something about it. The reason I popped in the mid 2000s is I came out and said, look, you don't know anything about you know, burgers, or chicken, or cauliflower, you know if you like it. Like, nobody's weird when I ask them if they like green beans. like, I hate it, I love it. But with wine, people are like, oh, like I don't understand it. I drink it, but I don't get it. There's nothing you need to know. Like, we're about to go through these four wines, and if you hate it, or if you don't taste anything, or whatever it may be, all I need you to do is tell me what you think of it, and that's it. Oh, I like it, or it's sour, I don't care where you go. I'll, knowing that you guys are all a little bit more in the early stage or not tasting thousands of wines, I'll drive, for all the wine nerds listening, I'll drive the wine conversation. Um, I, these guys are here for culture, entrepreneurship, business, sports, music, things of that nature. But let's go right to this, Joe, and by the way, let, actually, one, one more time, I'm gonna cut my own self off. Everybody listening, the key is the sniffy sniff. This is my number one thing. If you're if you're Wine 101, if you're not smelling your wine, it's gonna taste differently. And so yeah. Clue picked up the glass first and kind of did the classic like it's around your nose. I'm a big fan, let's all do this. I want your nose all the way in the glass. And Clue, you have the luxury of already smelling it. You notice how much more you can smell? Mm-hmm. So the key is getting it in your nose. Go ahead, Joe, don't be scared. Um, <laughs> it's opening up your palate to actually get some of the flavors. So, before we taste this wine and critique it and give our two cents, uh, and before I go around and ask you guys, and I'll let you two guys, have, actually all three of you will have this advantage, I really wanna know like what's got your attention right now. Again, I think all of you in different ways culture hack and and have historically, so would love to know what's like on your radar, who's coming up, who's interesting, whether it's an artist or a business, or whatever it may be. Even don't go cliche into what you do. Tell me about a restaurant clue, I don't care. Think about what's popping, but Joe, for the people at home that may not know who you are, and we'll link this up and link everybody, you held a sign outside of football stadium saying like, basically, I will play for free. You know, obviously I'll run routes for free. Why don't you tell everybody, even our, our contemporaries here who are hanging with us, that moment, because that really put you on in people following culture. You know, obviously you were a successful college player. You got drafted, or you were undrafted free agent signed by the Bears, right, mm-hmm. first. But tell us the sign story, because I think it's incredible.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, first off, uh, you know, you got to come from something to be able to do something so crazy like that. I look at that as crazy faith, first of all. Uh, My background is what led me uh, to be in such a position. I've always been a guy that nothing's ever, ever been handed to me. Uh, I've always had to fight my way into position. Where did you grow up? Uh, Redwater, Texas, population of 1,012 people. Wow. Uh, I grew up in a trailer park home area. Um, And I knew nothing good come from there. You know, I had to go to school, I had to beg my mom when I figured out that football is what I wanted to do. I had to beg my mom to go to school in the city because you know, where I grew up at the football team there is like trash, like nobody doing nothing there. So I was like, mom, please, you know, I think this in 10th grade is what I want to do. The crazy thing about it is that I didn't grow up wanting to be no athlete. You know, I, I wanted to be a Picasso. I had great, amazing skills at drawing. I had a basketball in my hand all the time. I hated football. My mom made me play flag to the age of eighth grade. Yep. All my friends playing tackle their kid as kids, <laughs> so I'm like. By the time I'm in eighth grade, I'm like, Yo, this is, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. So I get to tenth grade, and my coach is like, Yo, just let's, let's let's try something out. And I fell in love with it. Long story short, uh, once I told my mom, I said this is what I want to do, I made my mind up. And when I make my mind up on something, there's just point blank bottom line. Uh, it's binary. F- b- bottom line, done deal. Uh, That's gonna
0: resonate with all of us <laughs> at this table.
3: Man, you know, so I'm, I'm a warrior, a true warrior. I've always been doubted. Even in 10th grade, you know, my coach didn't want to play me, put me put me on a bench. When he finally brought me in the game, he's act like he was so surprised because I caught three touchdowns for 290 yards. But it's like, I'm always a guy that's overlooked until you give me a chance. So it's like, with that being said, when you know what you have on the inside of you, you're willing to go a little bit farther than what everybody else is talking about. I get to college, you know, a small school, Texas Southern. Wasn't too much coming from there. Only thing people know from there is Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else has come from out of there and Really done nothing amazing So I'm like yo You know I get a chance To put on shoulder pads and helmet That's an opportunity Most people complaining Oh because they're not At this school and that school I'm like yo it's not the school It's what you do when you get here So me I separated myself Not only just on the field But off the field I did more than everybody else around me They would laugh at me Like five o'clock in the morning We have workouts We finish I still go put another Put some more hours in They're like yo you tripping We got to come back at seven But I'm thinking in my mind I'm like yo I'm at Texas Southern University of Houston across the street, University of Texas down the road. This is all-black college, dude. They ain't not coming through here like that. Mm-hmm. Separating myself, putting myself in position. Uh, long story short, I uh, graduated. A lot of guys waiting on uh, pro day to come around. Our pro day at 3 o'clock. Um, U of H pro day is at 7. I was up at 6.30 over at U of H. I don't even go to school over there, but I was selling myself. I put out some flyers Made my (laughs) highlight tape Had my muscle shirt on Let these coaches know Like hey you might not Want to miss this There's something good Going on in Texas Southern (laughs) He's like yeah A couple guys laughed at me But one coach from the Raiders He's like yo bro I see you smart And it's just like Having that mentality I'm like yo I know They're not going to come over here I paid attention to Three years before The guys before me They only had two scouts Mm -hmm. And that's the area scout The Houston Mm -hmm. Texans They got to be there (laughs) Alonzo Highsmith From the the Green Bay Packers He there because There's his area Nobody else is coming (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, yo, Joe, you gotta put yourself in a position. <laughs> By the time I By the prodig- way Joe, do you when
0: you speak to yourself, do you call yourself Joe in your head?
3: Joe Anderson.
0: I lo- in your head. Like, yeah. no, no, I mean like when you talk to yourself, are you like Joe Anderson, you better go do this? Yeah, absolutely. Love- Get it done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get it done. Because nobody's gonna love- do it for you. So man, uh with the sign situation.
0: Yeah, I mean that, I went, look soon, at that. that went viral as shit, right? Yeah.
3: I, I had to think, I had to think about that. You know, here is a guy that comes into the NFL. Uh Undrafted. My coach already, the receiver coach, had to beg the head coach to give me a chance. They had seven other free agents that they were so in love with. And they're like, yo, you know, can you give this guy a chance? He's like, yeah, Daryl Drake. Daryl Drake is a wide receiver coach. He's at the Arizona Cardinals now. He's like, yeah, we already got our seven free agents. Uh, you know, we drafted a guy. We we we, we don't really need any more guys. The next day, Drake comes back. Hey, we need to give this guy a chance. He got something in him that everybody else ain't got. And he said, you know what, Drake, you like him like that? He said, I love him, just give him a shot. I get there, they said, okay, we'll just give him a tryout. They, they gave me my ticket to come home. Before I even got there, I already got a in flight. They called me, they said, hey, uh, is this Mr. Anderson? I'm say, yeah, this is him. Oh, this such from Chicago Bears. I was like, man, I was fired up just to have a chance. Just have a chance. I ain't asked God to be drafted. I said, "Lord, just give me a chance." Even at a young age, I said, "I want a chance." That's all He gave me. So He say, "Hey, this is uh, Isaiah. I never forget." He said, "This is Isaiah from Chicago Bears. We're bringing you in for a tryout." I said, "Oh, come on, man." He said, "Yeah, but one thing. I just let you know, we already got your returning flight. You're only gonna be here for three days." I said, "Tell you what, <laughs> man. I ain't coming back home." He said, like, yeah, I understand, but we got to give you protocol. I said, I understand your protocol. I got a protocol, too. I ain't coming back home. <laughs> I meant that. I meant that, though, because I knew that there wasn't going to be anybody there that was going to outwork me. It's, it's one thing to talk about being outwork, work, but it's another thing to talk about somebody outworking you consistently. Mm. See, work I bring to the table is going to be consistent work. Most people just put in work for that moment. Like, mm. oh, I did good. Cause there's But I do on this. I, I do what I do, even when nobody's looking. Even if I don't know the opportunity coming, a year later, I'm still at it. And, 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 and I get there to Chicago, I said, wow, I'm here. I told my wife, I said, I'm not packing for three days, I'm not coming back home till after the season. And she said, okay, baby, I believe that, we prayed, <laughs> I got there, I got there and uh, the third day came. And they had a speech, they said, a lot of you guys not gonna play football again, some of you guys gonna be somewhere else, X, Y, and Z, I tuned all that out because I knew that what's for me is for me.
2: And what happened?
3: And the third day, they pat me on the shoulder, they said, hey, Joe, uh, Lovey Smith wanna talk to you upstairs. And I get upstairs, the head coach said, hey man, you, so, you special. You have people in here begging for you, fighting for you. And it's like, man, now you're here. And this is this is this is rookie minicamp. Let's talk about the season. Now all those guys that he was so in love with, I beat them all out. I beat them all out. You know, and it's like, man, to give this young man an opportunity, it's like I've been here before. So now I'm at the Chicago Bears for three years. I'm um, doing amazing. I come in as a tryout guy, from the tryout guy to practice squad, from practice squad to special teams, from special teams to fifth receiver, from fifth receiver to third receiver. That's a big deal. Huge. I'm leaving my mark. I'm meant to be here. So I get I get there to third receiver, and boom, I get hurt. I'm like, man, I'm back to square one. Come on, man. I done came too far. From that injury, I had 17 other teams that ripped me off. Just closed the door on me. Boom, 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 boom. Now we don't want you. Boom, boom, boom. Wow, come to find out I got injuries on me that I don't even have. On the radar, it's just like, why me? The good guy? And I look at it, it's like, man, good guys finish last sometimes. But it's one thing about a fighter, it don't matter how you finish last. It's how how you finish in general. So it's like, man, nobody's giving me a chance. It's like nobody's ever gave me a chance. So I looked at it like this. I said, okay, Joe, nobody's knocking your door Joe down. Anderson. Joe Anderson. Joe Anderson, nobody's knocking your door down. What you going to do? I said, okay. I sat down, I, I got to thinking. I said okay they're not giving me opportunity i create my own so i went out there uh, outside that stadium which stadium uh houston Texans stadium with determination because i know i belong i'm not waiting on nobody to bring me nothing because nobody ever done that before and that's a beautiful thing about people not having spoons in their mouth because simple a fact when no one's giving you something you know how to go get it you know and creating that opportunity put me in position and i ended up with the new york jets uh, but I had people in position that were able, to, they were willing to fight for me because they knew what I really brought to the table. Like Brandon Marshall, great friend of mine, uh, he said, you know, he went to the office in the Jets. He said, hey, yo, I played with this guy in Chicago. Guy's the real deal. He just needed an opportunity. They didn't even want to give him one in Chicago, but he came, and they couldn't deny him. He took it. Took it. So it's just like, man, when he put his name on the line in the Jets, they said, hey, yo, this is my guy. If y'all going to bring all these other guys in,
0: At least give him a shot. And they're
3: not making the team. They're not getting – at least give him a shot. I guarantee you. I put my money on the line. They brought me in, took advantage, couldn't deny me. Only thing happened was after that end of the season – I got there at the end of the season. I was going to play in the playoffs if we made the playoffs. When I got there the second week of being there, first week of being there, I'm already in the huddle with the starters. And this is a guy that's been out of the league for two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm on a practice squad. What NFL organization, you know, the guy been out for two years, he's on a practice squad, You're going to immediately throw him in the huddle with the starters? that's saying something to what I was doing on the field so I get, I get there you know uh, uh, playoffs we didn't make it but I was supposed you to play in the, the playoffs lost the bills broke my heart yeah okay uh, come draft time politics play a role right after the draft boom cut me couldn't tell me that with my moment because simple fact right right into the off season out working everybody the whole organization in love like blah 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 but politics played a role and I said okay been here before when that moment come, I tell, like I tell anybody else, man, you gotta take advantage, but you gotta be prepared for the moment even, moment even get there. And that's me, that's my mentality.
0: I think everybody who's listening who knows me, and you guys know me a little bit, now we know why Joe's at the tables. So cheers yeah. to that man, to the Absolutely. hustle and the grind. Let's give it a little clap. Absolutely. All right, men, now, with that, Joe Anderson, tell yourself right now to taste this wine, give it a whirl. Let's give it a whirl. Clue, we're gonna start with you. Give it a little swish, let it swish in your mouth a little bit, get some flavor in. Talk to me, Clue. What are you it's, tasting? It's, 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 what do you think? It's cool. It's a little. It's a little bitter. It's cooler. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of tannins. It's got. It's got a real bitter thing, like sour. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. vinegar like Vinegarish a little bit. Like. Um, do you
0: taste the sour cherry, damn?
1: I, I taste something sour. Um. Because your palate is getting watery, right? Do you yeah. f- Do you feel that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Joe?
3: Vinegary. Like
0: is it? This, is this like no joke? And I, again, I'm. I want you guys to give me the truth here. Yeah because it's important, I know what kind of, it's funny, I didn't pick these wines, Wine Library, Brandon picked the wines, I have no idea what's here, because right. I want to play along too. Right. It was funny, as you saw maybe when Joe was talking, giving his manifesto, I was getting excited because the nose got me going, I wanted to taste it, and when I tasted, it, I'm like, oh man, this is a real interesting first wine to start with, because it's got some real kind of sour cherry flavors, like. I'm going to make assumptions that one, two, or three of you actually hate this wine. And I'm cool with that. I did not make this wine. I want to know what you think. I don't even know if, how much red wine you've ever had. Joe, what do you think about this wine?
3: I
1: don't like it.
0: Respect. DJ Clue.
2: Nah. Uh-uh.
1: You seen hate it. It. Seen it. I don't Damn. hate it. I just wouldn't see no purpose of drinking. It kind of tastes just like cheap shit. Okay. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> like, Let's like, talk
0: what, about What's the purpose respect. for
1: it? But, but smelling it, I was like, you know, because you told me it's going I was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy it. This is going to be, you know, whatever. You can rinse. But it just, maybe that's because the first time I ever stuck my nose fully in it. So know?
0: for me, what's really interesting about this wine is for all the hardcore wine people, this is what gets interesting about wine. In general, based on your guys' background with wine, I kind of assumed, and rightfully so, where it was going to go. Ironically, the more you taste wine, you know, I went 15 years tasting 25 to 50 wines a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. What happens is after you get through the fruit, after you get through the fruit, you start looking for wines like this. You start looking for wines that have these esoteric kind of complex flavors. So for a Pinot Noir drinker, or a Beaujolais Cru drinker, or a Chinon drinker, for a lot of you wine nerds out there, this wine I think would go over really well. The Sour Cherry integration with kind of like the motor oil meets kind of a hint of like top soil flavors. Not gonna be super fascinating for somebody that doesn't drink a lot of wine, right. but for a lot of people that are kind of looking to nerd out, it's an interesting kind of style. I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna put them all into context at the end while we continue. Damon, as uh, as shitty or no purpose, talk to me about what's going on in your world. What's the update with you? So many people here listening know who you are, what you're up to. I mean, it's, you know, from afar, we haven't caught up in a few weeks, months. Uh, Seems like things are going well. What are you most excited about in your world?
1: Um, well, a lot of good things going on. You know, going back to shooting. Um, the the are you filming right now? Second half of Shark Tank season nine. Is just and uh, you've been
0: on since season two or season one? One, one. One. I was uh, actually the, the first
1: first The first shot to walk on the set. You um, were? Yeah. Make, now, make sure were you
0: strategic and like felt it that it was going to be big, and you guys were all walking, not, you jumped ahead and a... tried to get on set first, or you just happened to be early and ready?
1: Not at all. I, don't know, I have you early and ready. I didn't think it was ever going to make it. You know, did you think
0: it was? Did you you knew about Dragons Den and, and I knew in Canada, about Dragons. Right? Well, they
1: sent they sent me they sent me the tape on Dragons Den and the other brands and, Sniffy and those, sniff those those clip. are done a, a different way, right? Very, you know, like kind of cold and basement. Yes. Right, and 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 you know, perception in America is big. Yes. Right, so they did yes. it big. The first the first season we're we're on this huge huge desk like a newscaster with the money in front of us, it's fake money. Oh yeah. You know. They walk over there, and we're talking to them. There's no intimacy. That's pretty far away. Yes. But I never thought that anybody would be fascinated in what we do on a regular basis. All of us as uh, as negotiators and sharks who who'd want to see four or five businessmen talk talk stuff what we normally do.
0: And don't forget, this is ten years ago, long before entrepreneurship yeah. got as cool as it's become now.
1: Yeah, nobody's talking about entrepreneurship besides obviously The Apprentice was was the only yes. show. That's right. And I was deemed you know one big person yes. giving a bunch of people. The viability to be one person in, yes. in the pot, right? Then I go out and start doing press, extremely hard to explain. Questions like, were, huh? who wins? When do they get the money? You know, who wins? When do they get the money? Are you cleaning the shark tank? Does it on during Shark Week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where's so, the shark? Yeah, whose who's money is it? is it? Is it really yours? Yes. No, I mean, come Almost. on. If it was ABCs, I'd give it to every one of my friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: right?
1: I'd be calling a your Yo, i cool, come on with an idea. ABC, I'm gonna give you a million ABC money. So um, we got this. Yeah, we yeah. We got
0: yeah. this figured
1: out. So it can't shine. But then all of a sudden, you know, you look at somebody like a Mark Burnett. There's a reason why Mark Burnett is who he is. You know, he um, he out hustles everybody else. He thinks outside the box. Um, you know, when they came on and they said, "Hey, we need everybody to be a musician uh, or or somebody very famous," he said, "I don't care if America doesn't know these people as well." But these people are gonna work this is what they do for a living. You know, somebody else may give it off to their staff. So that being said, you know, going on season nine, just won our fourth Emmy, uh, you know, the other day. When you guys
0: win an Emmy, do you get an Emmy? No. Sucks.
1: No, <laughs> only the creator. Only, only the producers. The top four. The I knew top, that yes, like, so when I was playing the apps with Apple,
0: and they yeah. told me about. it, I was like, Are we eligible for this? They're like, Yeah. I'm like, like, I get an Emmy if the show wins one. They're like, No. I'm like, Five.
1: No, we do not physically get an Emmy. now my mom
0: would be
1: fired. If you're I'd smart enough it. to know how to acquire them, yes, and relabel them, then you can have Emmys like me and my office. <laughs> <laughs> now, sorry, <laughs> some actors got to be out of work in the fifties. Before you got on,
0: clue, <laughs> Joe, let's taste this wine. We'll, we'll let DJ taste it, but I want to talk to you about your co-working space, your your infrastructure in New York that I visited when you launched it. I think it's really cool. I really want to know how that's going. Tell everybody about that.
1: Yeah. So, so here, so, so yeah, and something, something? no, 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 I don't yeah. no, this was just warmed up my pocket. I realized it was doing something live. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So fast forward. Where am I at today? Today, I, you know, today what I'm really passionate about is, is, is two type of companies, one company that is changing the way the business is being done and they're directly servicing their market, uh, subscription base or something like that and they're cutting out a lot of the competition. Somebody's getting into their door every week, every quarter, every day, some form of something. And if they're doing that, do they have the ability to give back at the same time? Because so many of us in, in business, we're so busy as I say, well, you try to first of all make it, then you try to uh, master it, then you try to matter. And often we come across these situations in our like where we go, man, I've gotten so much. I've been so blessed. How do I start to give back? Or how do I even stop doing business here and change the world, right? You'll see yeah. Bill Gates in the world. 100%. But if you, if you have the ability to do that Impact. consistently as you yeah, are making really cool. money, it's you know, best. I find that to be such a fulfilling thing and I want to be part of it. Now... Um, you know, what, what you're talking about, you came up to my Blueprint & Co space and what I found out is that Where's the location Blueprint & Co, uh, 39th Street and uh, 8th Avenue, 314 West 39th Street and it's called Blueprint & Co. Why did I create that? Well, I started to see all these huge buildings come, go up and I started to see that we don't necessarily often need offices. Yes. These these cell phones we have are stronger than our computers or 100%. in the nightness. and many of us start to lose touch with reality by being in our ivory tower making decisions thirty five thousand feet in the air, and we don't get to know what's going on in the street. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's people. That's exactly why Clue was out there two three in the morning finding out and uh, whatever he it's needs. It's a cliche
0: to thing in Clue's business, which is when the streets stop fucking with you, you're vulnerable.
1: Hundred percent. So Clue. Hundred percent. So what is what is your club, right? You know, what is your streets? Right, and what I'm, what I, what I decided to do is create a co-working space for uh, fellow sharks. So we'll have companies over there who may have 200 employees in Jersey, but they need four employees here, or Shopify will put people here. And what they're doing is, I'm finding them communicating, because you know how it goes, man. We've all been in the business. You go to LA, you see your 10 friends, or you gotta take, you gotta spend seven hours driving back and forth. This is have your people follow your people, my people no way ever follows up. That's right. You walk you go to a trade show, you walk the show all day. By the time you get back to your hotel, answer your emails, you met maybe, you never follow up. But if Damon John has four people from his staff here. Honest company has two people from his staff here. Lisa Sleeve has Ashley Stewart has a couple of people there. You start to find ways to create innovation. exactly hundred percent. And um, I think I think that we work in all those companies out they do a great job. Yes. And I think that if you're a startup yep. you should not go and try to uh front basically and get your five-year lease and this great beautiful office when you ain't doing Correct. no business Correct. you should go to the weed works of the world but also sharks need to be around like-minded people so we can sit on the cutting edge that's why i created Blueprint and um Huh. It's going well. It's going amazing. Thank you for uh being the this first person amazing. there. Um and, I know you've um, been you doing, doing you know, Once a once a month you're doing once
0: every two months? Uh you're well, busy, right? So it's hard Yeah, to we on. do it
1: once in a while. We we do it whenever we feel that uh that you know we have somebody great whose calendar works out. Yeah, of course All right, so we do it with you and then we're gonna do a couple of sharks Of course I'm gonna have some of my buddies like Seth Golden over, yep. We're gonna have you know, Cuban and all, yeah. all other people like that uh, come over. And people who are just knowledgeable in this space that somebody else may not know them, but they know what they're talking about and they can, they can use uh, it. Let's face this human. one
0: and we'll get the clue. Alright, guys, Joe, I already saw your body language. You're feeling this one a little bit more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's a lot better than the first one. It's better than the first one right?
0: Clue?
2: Way smoother. Mouth.
0: How do you feel? Man. Is it heavy, medium body? Like you definitely like the smoothness. It's definitely got a creaminess, kind of like a, a clear, silky, smooth finish, which you Absolutely. like. Is that similar to kind of what you felt about it? Yeah, it's
1: yeah, a little bit smoother than the first one. Yeah, much more tasty. Yeah, you like it. It's heavier. I'm not sure if this is heavy. It's not. Uh, but the other one was super light. I like high how you showed though.
0: a little bit of your wine uh, knowledge there because you were able to calibrate the weight and the structure on the palate. Yeah. The first one was very light. This I would call more medium body. Okay. Yeah. Is it, when you, do you drink red
1: wine? No, only the one I used to drink was uh, Zinfandel.
0: Red Zin or white Zin, the pink stuff?
1: When I worked to Red Lobster, it was free when I took a bottle. I get it. So, whatever it was. So
0: literally, Behringer White Zinfandel, the $3.99 a bottle. Yeah, baby. I love it. It was like big-ass bottle like that. That was 6 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so talking about, I'm talking about in the 80s. I got it, right?
1: I it. out Clue, do you drink duck. red wine ever? No.
0: Ever. I love This is so much fun for me. So, so why this is important. Last episode we had Andre Mack of Samoyer. It got real nerdy. What's super interesting for me is I just wanted these three guys on and use the disguise of the brown paper bags tasting. What I like though is I'm gonna give you kind of the nerd stuff in a weird way these three not drinking a lot of red wine are starting to put things in position for me. So for example, this wine gets interesting because so many of you are hitting me up on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, like, hey, what wine, what red wine should I try if I don't like red wine or if I've never had red wine? So just to see kind of the acceptance from these that we can pour in the bucket now, the acceptance from all three of you on this wine, uh, I'll get to it, for me a little bit, it's kind of a non-event wine, like it's fine. I think it's, it's structured in an interesting way, um, but overall, I'm a little concerned. My intuition is it's gonna be a nicely priced $30, $40 bottle of wine that is that I think is just okay. However, there was a delicious factor on the wine and a consumption factor that makes it a, a super consumable wine. So I'm excited for that. Now the color on wine number three is off the charts. Like the last first one was pink, second one was red. This is starting to get into black territory, that purple yeah, territory. Uh-huh. So this is an intense wine. We'll see what we get there. But Clue, talk to me about what's going on in your world. You know, I've started of chopping it up with you here and there so I know you work on an app, you continue to be a tastemaker and a thought leader in music. I'll ask you later the question I always ask you, which is who's popping, who are you excited uh, about. But before we get into that, tell me about what, what you're focused on in your world.
2: Yeah, um, working on my app, I got an app called Clue Radio, I'm giving me a drop song, uh, music streaming, you know, but but kind of with a twist, you know what I mean? More so like, you know, your DNA is your, curated. Your, yeah, your it's, history, well, yeah, right? it's well curated. We're going to work on that. Also, I got, um, I got the first uh, no tie shoelace ever. Clue laces. Hold on. Uh, you said have
0: that. This sounds t- like Damon's on to. screen. Yo, Ranch, Ranch. Right. Come inside. serious about here. Show, show me some this. This is, the you know, David, uh, by the way, real quick. How many times a day do you get stopped and pitched? Uh, uh, the it all
1: depends. I usually get stopped probably about... Like At like the airport. If you add it all together, probably yeah. about 20, 30, yeah, physically. Yeah. Um, uh, but I usually get pitched, you know, you know, online and everything. Yeah, online. hundred and change, you know, yeah, but... Yeah, sure,
0: but like physically. Like literally you just walking down the street and someone's like, yo, yo David, real quick,
1: my aunt's yeah, got yeah, a pumpkin yeah. I, I, I would say about but, 20 and 10 yeah. of those in my <laughs> month. <my laughs> <my laughs> yeah. Pitching me.
2: some shoes. So, you know, those a shoe that there. So what's going on? These are no tie
0: shoelaces. What do you
1: mean no tie? You
2: don't have the time. them. time. They
1: got because the way it's so it's like beads. They they uh-huh. pull up, They pull the. They pull because the nobody wants the time
0: anyway. Right. right. But, but you want to make them
1: functional and have a little sweat. and a little style. This a great idea, brother. Can't <laughs> yeah. yeah. so so, so, believe me. we created so, stolen clues. <laughs> so time. so um, oh, yeah. It. So
2: these are good for like you know like you know like I said like if you want to get stylish with or like you know with kids you know. The number one thing parents always have a problem with is you you walk around with your kids and their shoelaces get untied and you have to stop. I don't
0: tie my shoes, this is like a thing that people know about daily me. I don't tie my shoes if they're untied ever. And uh, it's unbelievable how that makes people anxious. When I, when my, I don't not tie them, but if they get untied, I won't tie them until I get home that day.
1: <laughs> then, my, it would you not do that? Takes too much time. It's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> what he was talking about. Yeah, talking I, for him, this. It's a complete waste of time. That's I tie mine. I know. You gotta go to the bowl sooner or later, so you sit on the bowl. You're already sitting out too much. Only in the morning. That's <laughs> only take a shit when <laughs> I first wake up. I don't use. I
0: don't eat all day, so Anyway, I I That's don't me. tie my shoes and I'm fascinated by people's anxious, people are like, yo, your shoes are, like, strangers at meetings, are, like, your, shoe, like, I was your,
1: your that, shoes, like, your shoes
0: being untied is, like, some federal, like, you know, you know it, it would make
1: my heart problems, like, if we're out all day, yeah. I have to leave you in the, the middle of the day, like, yo, I'm, <laughs> I'm out, I, gotta go so, I you can't go you know, get it, I
2: yeah, what's the most bizarre, out of the way, go
3: ahead.
2: operation that happened with someone, like, Went crazy tire shoes. They might have been like in a truck driving by they got out. Hey yo,
0: there's been, I mean listen literally walking in the street. You know listen, we're from New we're in New York. Yeah. People just are like, yo, like D Rock follows me around with a camera. Unless people react to that, then my <laughs> shoes untie. Like, no, your no, no shoes are untied. Me,
1: you don't say nothing. No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. nothing exactly. My shoes.
0: Literally, like Beyonce's walking in front of me, and New Yorkers aren't <laughs> saying anything. But, like, yo, your shoes are a fucking untied. Like, it's crazy why it bothers people.
1: I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that some more. <laughs> <laughs> just, just see. Just try it. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so you got that going on. Did yeah. that just launch or? How's it going? Uh, how's it selling? Direct
2: to consumer? How's it yeah, going? It's we, online right now. What's online? the website? Yeah. Can I Give it a plug. Hey, um, no? It's it's Rand. Hey Rand. What's, what's, what's the site again? For the, Coolace.bigcartel.com. There it goes. Fulace.bigcartel.com. <laughs> can can't you come
0: up with something a little shorter? It is. I build out the whole Respect, <laughs> respect. So that's going on. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. Really, you're really entrepreneurial. Definitely, definitely. What about spirits? Like you know, brands. Have you You
2: know, think about yeah, that? yeah. I've been, uh, I've been with uh, Bel Air since the in- incubation the stage. Yes. S- yes, since the beginning stage. So I've been, you know. How's that going? Very good. It's doing good, man. Like we're, we're getting a lot of traction. Obviously, we got, you know, Rick Ross is, is rolling with the team. Khaled, uh, French Montana is rolling with us. Uh, the Migos just got on rolling with us. So we you know we off oh, the races. Yeah, we're working. I appreciate. It. All right,
0: let's taste wine number three. You try this, that thing? No. By the way, a quick little story, David. I had one of the most enjoyable dinners I've had in a long time with this man. We both spoke in Mexico, uh, Mexico City. We have exchanged DMs and emails and him and Ted and his whole crew has been super kind to me and vice versa, so I was love and social things of that nature. I don't know why I remember that dinner so. Fun. I mean, I like you a whole lot, but yeah. that was such a fun night with those sushi places. It was, just it was relaxing, hot, right? you know? Yeah, and I then, never. Relax, you know, that's probably
1: yeah, why. I think it was like we, you know, We only see each other on the road. Yep. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, it was cool. I, I loved it. We loved you it. You know what? We talked about hip hop all night. Maybe? We Is talked right? about our history, we talked about our love for hip hop, we talked about. Everything. Everything. Would have loved. You're, you're the bold love. Yo, know,
0: on that note, my friend Rob Moose, in 1994, I go to Mount Ida College with all these hip-hop heads, and my friend Moose, this is 94, so you guys set in the state, how old are you now?
3: 28.
0: So you're still a youngster. It's 94, there's, the internet is not kind of existent, and it's really East Coast and West Coast, and West Coast is just kind of, you know, gaining its last five or seven or eight, nine years in hip-hop, and really popping now with Puck and uh, you know, all that stuff. <sighs> Death row. And I walk into my buddies and we're playing and Rob Moose, shout out to you Moose, <laughs> this man starts playing Scarface and Ghetto Boys and like Pimpsy and I was like, what the fuck? You know, first of all, it was crazy I knew anything about it. Said, said, it but like, like, like Fifth Ward, Ghetto Boys, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, is this what did you grow up with Houston? Like DJ Ronsey? Like did you grow up with Houston hip hop? Do you like hip-hop? Like where where is you, you know, we I know where Damon sits because you're right, we did talk hip-hop mm-hmm. the whole night. Close, fucking legend. Where are you at with music? And guys, this is still a wine show. I wanna get your thoughts on this. Don't just This one is You don't like it? No, nah, uh, Too heavy for you.
2: I started tasting and just went flatlined somewhere. Damon. <laughs> yeah. You know what? <clears throat>
1: The, no 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 the smell no the smell of it, it was not bad. Yeah, I loved it. I think it might have backed up the smell. It may be it may be okay. With me. I me. it kind of it kind of wasn't a surprise against the smell. The first one smelled amazing and, and just I killed and it died. It. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not sure yet. Sure. Joe,
0: you tried this one?
3: Too heavy. Too heavy. Too heavy. Too heavy. Like, Tell me
0: about your music taste
3: on the way up. Oh well, man, I think you know I'm not this big music head like mm-hmm. that. But I think like all the old school music. Like, what's going on right now? I don't even listen to him. You know. like, what's going on right now is garbage. Understood. Like, That's I your point like, of view. Tupac and stuff like that. Like, people, they making babies. Do you day? think it's
0: garbage because you're just romantic about it? Like, Clue, you definitely don't think it's garbage because right. there's always new artists doing interesting yeah, right. things because you're deep in it. Do you think it's just kind of like, you know, like the way, you know, old man walking in the street, like, my guys back in my day are good, and like, this yeah. this, this Atlanta, like, Migos, like, little yam really stuff. Even if you give
2: you this uh, perspective, being that you're from Texas, because... Texas has their like Dallas has their own people they mess with and Houston has a whole set of people they mess with so who you love so it's, it's but, he's also, it. but he's also
0: young so listen to the first one he said Tupac
2: Jay Z like how Jay Z rocks up here and was king like in Houston a couple years ago like maybe like 8 years 9 years ago
1: like, they don't yeah,
3: even
2: play Jay Z. Well, get You just it. not
1: like yeah. it because so you don't understand right? what the hell they saying these days. Well, I mean, you know, but they but they do. Because I don't know what they're saying. That's, that's what I'm dealing with. Like, okay. they, <laughs> speaking
3: to they crowd. Like, they get yeah, paid, obviously. They play. Play. They of course. Play play forget crowd. the, basic, but forget like, the business part. So who'd you love? You don't know what they're
0: talking about. You were big on Pac?
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, who that's, else? that's good music. Like, I mean, Pac, you got the Biggie, of course. So, mm-hmm. like, now, you know, all the Ace time music, you know, like when you come Slim up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Ron C., like a lot of guys in Houston just. I
0: have a great Ron C story. South. Ron C, who I love more than life, was talking to me the other day, came out and played basketball with me during South By this year. Yeah. Ron C, this is a big shout out, I'm starting to share this story. One trip up the court, two trips up. You were there, D Rap? Yeah. Ron C almost died in my arms. This is true. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Clue. Cool. Ron C, we all know what Ron C looks like. Yeah. He was white as a ghost after really? two trips.
1: Really? Why?
0: Like, couldn't breathe, out of shape. Ron's got to get his window. Wow. He's not yeah. in Joe's shape. Like, literally, <laughs> honestly, I'm telling the story because we were scared out of our fucking minds. Like, I thought Ron's, well, I was like, motherfucker, Ron C's gonna die in this gym and I'm gonna get blamed for inviting him to this basketball game. I was like, so scared. Wow. And he's the best. He's the, you know, obviously real well. Yeah, yeah he's the best his whole style is amazing so that's that's your perspective on the state of the union
3: well i mean yeah that. that's and then, then, to and then, before. and then go like ahead? i said when you think about like all this little Uzi Vert, uh, i have to find out who it was probably too Uzi. cool the Uzi Vert. I'm, I'm, I'm sure i am sure. proud is.
0: of you for doing it I'm, I'm sure you can right? right?
2: show me a picture i'm, I'm, I'm talking about 10 10 names of artists that you've never heard of producing <laughs> right now that's yeah, go, out there there's this it's crazy. Lil Lil
0: mean, you know what's crazy about him? How do, know, how do you know? I know a lot of stuff. I, <laughs> him. I know a lot about him because Are you, are you listening to all I the listen to ones? a lot of stuff. l yeah. okay. first of all, every time I have dinner with Clue you know, in Hunt and Fish Club, I wanna, you know, I want to make sure he respects me. So I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to stay up on shit. But in general, Mike Boyd, who's I don't think here, he's kept me on top of music. I mean, for example, Lily's Lil, Lil Uzi Burt like gave up on doing hip hop and his grandma his grandma put like kept pushing him and his grandma bought him the Mike Jones album which makes me laugh, wow. because Mike Jones, yeah, way back, yeah, remember yeah, how- Mike Jones, aired? yeah. Like, like, Mike Jones! That's right, with his phone number and all that. Like, There's a kid, Mike Boyd, who was a college friend of my brother, AJ, who's been putting me on on guys before they pop for a long time, and now it's just like, now hip-hop is culture. Like When I think about Andy Kay and D-Rock, and, these guys, and D-Rock is seeing artists so early on, because a lot of these unsigned guys want to put their music mm-hmm. in my vlog, because mm-hmm. they know I fuck with hip-hop, so like I'm on to stuff. Like I was on Rust two years ago and these guys were on two Like and a half. Like, I've been paying attention. Uzi Burt was like early.
2: I was and, surprised he had Beast Mode on one of y'all. Uh-huh,
0: yeah, I mean like, like you know, A Boogie. Like, like but, like, but like, you know like, I'm following, I'm following a lot actually. First of all, the great thing about hip hop, it's the reason I love Joe, and I don't care if it's hip hop though it's cliche and it's not everybody because everybody comes from different backgrounds. You show me anybody who doesn't have a spoon in her mouth to recall what you said, because that's kind of how I grew up, I'm always gonna resonate. You show me a kid who's an opera singer, who was an immigrant from Mexico, who like worked as a six-year-old selling fruit on the side of the highway, you will always win me over. The way you did it, okay. you did it, the way you did it, and that's the theme of this show. Hip-hop represents to me, more than other genres, the thing I respect the most, which is this man got on football teams the same way that people became artists by slinging out of the back of their you know, trunk and I became a great wine retailer because I would buy shit at a garage sale for, I went, I went garage selling Saturday. I went to New Jersey, Springfield, New Jersey, and took my son and we went garage selling and I bought shit for a dollar and two with the intent of selling it on eBay for $4.
1: No, that that, that that's the conversation probably. we were having that night, remember? Yeah. Of buying stuffed animals yeah. that's and That's how I learned like yeah. and I
0: love the game and I love that
1: But how'd you do? Oh you are you did great. I bought a huge
0: bucket of Nerf guns for ten bucks that is gonna go for a buck fifty, two hundred easy. Yeah. Nothing too crazy, but make some scores.
1: Be careful, man. Some ugly dolls. I don't know if you guys know more, what ugly dolls be are. Be careful, because if you start like I'm an auction fiend, <laughs> so my, my office is just filled with all the crap that I bought at auction. Like so don't I, I'm up at night, like in my drawers with my shoes untied. Why number four, Sniffy Smith?
0: Clue. Let's get right into it, cause I I have been I, I'm so proud of myself for holding off so for so long. Who are you? Who's exciting right now in music? And what you do really well is it's not that you're discovering some kid that's five seconds in. What has been amazing in the last three four years when we chop it up is you have a good pulse of like who's on the cusp of going mainstream, even though I'll usually know the names, but you're like, okay, this guy or gal is going real mainstream. Who's got your attention? Who's put out good stuff? What mm-hmm. are you feeling right now?
2: So the last time we spoke, uh, I'm listening to Money Bad Yo, a lot a lot of people rock mm-hmm. to him, like, you no know I mean he's he signed Yo Gotti.
0: Yep, he's been you were with Yo Gotti last night. Yeah,
2: yeah. I love right. it. Was but he yeah. there oh, yeah, yeah, too? I saw shit. the snap. Oh, right. I saw yeah, the snap yeah, story. No, Money bad yo wasn't there, but uh You know, the whole rock Nation fan was there. Okay, You know what I mean? Fab was up there, Swiss was... uh, By the way, we got to talk about Fab before the
0: end of the night. Still, that hypnotic, so uh, Eric, uh, Eric Kastner, who's filming right now, head developer of WineLibrary.com, was with me from 2000 to 2006, or 2009, Jesus, then went on to Kickstarter and and Etsy and is now back on my team. I think he's supposed to be building an app for me, but I think he's super into YouTube, so he's filming, so we got to figure that out, but more importantly, (laughs) Were you there when the, when the hypnotic blue liqueur was selling like crazy yes. on the back of the Fabulous video we'd watch it and yep. over? So that's who we're talking about. That, that was such an iconic moment, right? Yep. Do you remember that video? Mm-hmm. Oh, I,
2: was, I was thinking about it though. I was thinking about how many brands
0: that we helped introduce on the way up mm-hmm. from when you say we, do you mean you and your crew? Do you mean hip hop culture? Because if you go to hip hop culture, it's, and first of all, you built an iconic yeah, business on yeah. the back of it. Yeah, we but, both we both hustle on the same block,
2: store, like Jamaica Avenue, yeah. Queens. Like, right? Okay, hold on. I, I actually
0: knew but yeah, didn't yeah. know. Actually, real quick, ground every all the listeners, real yeah. quick. How long have you two known each other? Twenty five. Yeah, probably
2: about there. Twenty five.
1: When you guys were
0: yeah. three years old.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. was uh? yeah clue was coming up and we were coming up and um, Joe,
0: these guys have known each other as long as you've been alive mm-hmm.
1: you know we're russell said friends. russell always said something in the water in queens right so it was, it was us it was who else came from queens tribal quest LL, Soul Pepper, yeah. run dmc <laughs> my uh, boy steve stout <laughs> lost, boys. lost boys 50. Lost boys. Oh, i mean so all so in so the so same better. all in the same area because like, it makes
0: me so happy that the first place i lived when i came from russia was Queens, like I'm so pumped <laughs> about that. And we're
1: we'll we talking about all that. of us in Hollis in South Jamaica. Live, the only one of us didn't live in that area was Nas, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, right? Yeah. The rest of us, yeah. the rest of us were in that area. Yeah.
0: Because I know it only in post game. I remember when it came out, but I wasn't deep enough to be knowledgeable. That Nas album changed the sport, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Before I get your perspective, what was your perspective when you dropped? That that was an iconic. Like I remember not really, I, like I was young still, like but like. I wasn't smart enough about music, but everybody was like, this changed everything. Oh,
1: yeah. I just thought that, you know, at that time, well, or still were, now, I think I think Rakim yeah. was one of the greatest, but when I heard him, it was just such a quick delivery, and such a different, not the hardcore way Ra was delivering it, yeah. but then the way he was doing it and the top, and the way he was throwing, and the speed, I mean, it was just, it was like the this voice. guy. Yeah, it was just this guy. And
0: the b- way he painted the picture. Like but yeah. the thing that I always loved, why I loved Biggie is because before Biggie, yeah. KRS One for me would paint such a clear picture that I was like felt like I was there.
2: That's why I always said about Nas. He always
0: can help you visualize with his words what's going on.
3: It's why it I like, so like this kid
0: Russ from Atlanta so much right now. When he, for me, when he flows, like he paints me such a clean picture. I know exactly what's going on. That's what that Nas album. That's what I felt for me. Is that what you think? Yeah, I mean like. To be honest,
2: with you, like I, I was just talking about Nas today, because I was doing an interview for for this hip hop honesty that's gonna come on out. Uh, it airs next Monday. We fly to LA on uh, on Saturday. Uh, You'll doing doing the, doing the whole voiceovers for Go the ahead. whole show. So they asked me a question about they asked me about Nas. I mean, they asked me about Biggie, and they asked me about what was the one line you know that you heard like in the nineties
0: that changed uh, like, like you changed your perspective on rap. Okay. I said
2: when Nas said. I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like who like who's
0: sitting that? that way?
2: Like that like that was that wasn't the bubblegum stuff that we we're used to hearing about. You know what I mean? So like for him to be bold enough to say something like that, it was just like his that you know his mindset was just like
0: there. Okay. I love it. Ahead of his time. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it's such an interesting genre part of it. Alright, why number four? Joe, talk to me. Taste it again if you have to, because I want you to real answers. Yeah, and I'm gonna unveil these and talk about them.
1: It's bitter to me.
3: Bitter. Yeah.
0: Clue? Yeah. Bitter. bitter for you guys. It's
1: overpowering bitter to me. All the let me, let, me,
0: let me for all the more, you know, the harder core wine fans, and, and for the young wine fans, this is an extremely big wine. First and foremost, the alcohol is coming through on this wine. So if you taste it like it's a little hot, yeah. on the finish, that has a little bit more of what you get out of vodka and things of that nature. The alcohol is a little high in this wine. The bitter that they're talking about is the tannins. The bitter, for everybody who's drank a red wine here and there, and the reason you don't like it is tannin often feels bitter, sharp. It's the thing that everybody who's listening, and a lot of people are kind of listening right now, I can see their heads moving. The thing that makes people not like red wine comes from the skin of the red wine, but again, over time, so for example, for me, I can recognize the tannins, I remember and know what everybody here who's tasting it feels and tastes. After you taste wine for a long enough period of time, you stop tasting that and you taste the flavor. The best way I can say it, most of you have drank beer. And probably when you first drank beer, to be cool when you were little because everybody else was. You said you liked it, but let's be honest, you hated it because beer is disgusting when you first had it. What happens over time is you get used to that flavor, it becomes numb, and then you start tasting the hops or the subtle flavors that make you like some of the craft beers you like today. You don't dislike the bitterness. That's where my wine palate is. By the way, everybody who's listening right now that aspires, I don't know why you would, but it feels like people think you graduate to it, aspires to drink red wine, all you have to do is sip a half a glass, a quarter of a glass, or just a sip of red wine every day for a year, and I promise you, by the end of the year, you will not taste the bitterness that these guys are referring to, and you'll taste what I tasted, which is a little bit of like a Big League Chew grape bubblegum flavor, tar, and a hint of tobacco. And so all the bullshit you see on wine like lists, and when you see the little terms on the back of the label, those are the flavors that pop to it. All right, let me organize this. Clue, you didn't answer the question because cut, we cut you off. Who's popping for you right now?
3: Uh,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, in, I, 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 I said, uh I said Moneybagg, yo.
0: Oh, yes, you did. I apologize. Uh, keep mean,
2: going. I definitely, I definitely like the direction that A-Boogie. Hey, A-Boogie? I
0: think. What do you like about A-Boogie? So I spent some time with him the other day. I really like him. He's talented, man. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's talented, clever, man. right? Yeah, he's talented. You know, it's funny, that first, that song that really popped from Kodak Black, right? You know, Drowning. uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it was funny, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this kid has a sound that the masses are gonna love eventually. Yeah. Like, do you see him as, I,
2: like... I, I was always, I was talking about it today, like, people have to get used to your voice. That's important for a, a musician, like. People can hear you, and 20. if you have a good tone, and you have a good flow with you and you have a dope voice a recognizable voice that stands out I feel like Davies has, has the same kind of voice too Like Davies Davies is interesting he's, he's getting better and better too I you know agree. I, mean? I feel like his voice is so I like his face, face.
0: <laughs> I'm being dead serious when I say that I like his face because he represents like a New York toughness that isn't running like when like when I see Dave like and I saw him in the studio once like, he's like tougher I, I'm not joking I'm making a little bit of a joke like, he brings up New York ruggedness that I think is kind of missing from a sound right now. No, definitely. definitely. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, yeah he, has, he, has, <laughs> he, has, he got the tats on the face going on. He, like, yeah. And you're playing. <laughs> hey, what are you listening to? Old stuff? Or do you, do you listen to new stuff?
1: I don't listen. I don't you listen got new your stuff. collection, right? I have my normal collection, and then I'm on to something like country music? No, no, no. no. I'm on to hip hop and all that six months after it was hot. Playing like it was brand new. <laughs> 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 that Aaron, Ed Sheeran yeah. castle Mark <laughs> Wyatt <laughs> in my house last <laughs> weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm full on now. repeat. I'm, yeah. So, um, Clue, I'm what's a normal the normal radio? What
0: song have you listened to the most times in a row? Or are you a purist? How many times can you listen? Forget about like producing and like for business purposes. You as a normal human being driving around traveling, will you listen to a song on repeat? Yeah, I
2: was strong. Yeah, sure. It has to be something that probably I don't play every day. So like what? Uh, I have a I have a record I just put out that I'm in love with. It's featuring Future and True Life. It's called Last Night. Okay. You're streaming on whatever, Spotify, Shadow, yeah, or whatever. I, you know what I, mean? oh, I got throw the Rock
0: Nation thing because he was and, and that's
2: what I like about the record. I don't get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like A record I don't get tired of, I feel like, is a record that'll
0: work Joe, in certain you, places. Do you listen to music like when you're like working out when you're putting in the extra four hours? Like, do you play the same song, or do you play an album, or do you have the same artist, or do you not play music? I'm different, man. Go like, ahead, dude, tell I'm
3: us. A, I'm a R&B guy, to be honest. Good, I, good, listen. I listen to all
0: that hard Respect, song, right? what do you listen so, like, to? Like, Boyz II Men? Right. Like, Blackstreet? Like,
1: man, ideal. I mean, you got Macy mm-hmm. Elliott. You know, Jodeci, nineties. Like, I love it. I'm, old, I'm old school. I, I'm old school
2: I, call, I call that the golden era. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah, like, like, cool. What about
0: Toni Braxton when she was dating Curtis Martin? That was a great era. <laughs> that song isn't <laughs> oh, isn't a white is wow, you love that, right. you right. Quiet, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Toni Braxton, when she wore that white, <laughs> white <laughs> dress with the cutout right here, like, <laughs> yeah. I think I became a man. That's like when I saw that. Like like right? By the way, Curtis is my man. Is like. I actually, he's got a story about that that, like, did, like, amazing. Let's just put it that way. So you listen to Army?
3: Yeah, man, right. man you, probably, you can put my headphones off, we working out, man. You mess around and hear some Jodeci, man, town. Like I get Ace it, town. I get it. So, you know, a, a motivational, uh, you know, You stuff. listen to podcasts
0: and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 So you got a little Gary Vee in there, that's smart. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: All right, let's unveil these. I'm going to go in last place with wine number two. This was the wine, ironically, if you were listening to rewinding, probably the most popular wine amongst the table it's not that I think it's bad, it's not that I think I'm cool and I'm a wine expert. As a matter of fact, this is probably the most interesting wine that we tasted here in Brown paper Bags because for me it was dull, which is why it's in fourth place, but I recognize the deliciousness and back to when I ran Wine Library, If you walked into my store, I'd be like, how much wine do you drink? And if you said, you know, you explained to me, maybe I was going to give you wine number three and one, which were my top two wines. But if you said, I want to try a red wine for the first time ever, I would have given you wine number two, which makes a ton of sense based on the fact that you guys don't drink red wine. So if you're somebody who's listening and wants to get to red wine, this would be extremely good and popular. So let's see what it is. Wine number two is the Enfield Wine Co. Haynes Vineyard Syrah. I thought it might have been a Syrah. Trouty, do you have the information on this? How much is this? Uh, $54. So this is $54, as you can see. The is number, that expensive? That's expensive, yeah. man. Yeah. That's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> Clue, I love that. jumped yeah. in quick. Yeah,
1: I don't know how much wine was. So
0: real quick, $54 at Wine Library means $250 in a wine list on a, a restaurant. So this is expensive. Uh, small, boutique it, it tastes serotomy. I'm excited to see my palate still. I What do you got, Trouty? Get in here, Trout. Don't be scared. <laughs> you're worried about Seth beating you up? Um, small boutique mm-hmm. winery. I think Trouty here, who's the resident wine nerd of the day, he's on top. You know, I'm a little bit more like you, like Jodice, like kind of classic because I was in the game. Trouty still loves it. Go ahead. Uh, this is like a super inside baseball wine nerd's wine right now. Like it's super, always. super nerdy. Yeah. Like, like any press like, from like, anybody? Uh, I don't know about brass. Sure? Yeah, but there's, lot, there's only like 70 cases of were made. 70 <laughs> cases made? I think so, okay, yeah. Well fine. listen, here we go, I love this. This is why Brown Paper Bags is great. All the wine nerds listening right now, and there's a bunch, are like, wait a minute, Gary's lost his step, and the three guests who never drank wine probably picked the best, I mean, joint,
1: So that, that, okay, that that's the that's exclusive joint. Yeah, uh, it's super <laughs> spanky, man. You can't in white pants after Labor <laughs> Day. You see it? What well, uh, is it? David's wife is not going to be good. They still have room on the way, though. Listen, yeah. yeah. I man. I mean, look, look, look. Think, look,
0: think about the confidence.
1: David dropped
0: it for real. Trouty has walked into this room. It is September 11th, which is after Labor Day, and he's still wearing white pants.
1: Just can't believe Does
0: that feel to you? First of all, we call him bougie. Yeah. Long before, long before, Mad and Bougie, we used the Bougie here over and over. And Trouty's nickname is Bougie to us. He's a Cape Cod kid. He is Cape Cod. When you he's saw him white Cod. already, yeah, he's <laughs> on a G four right now, guys. When you saw him, when you saw, I saw him, saw white I saw pants, soled
1: yeah. shoes, did and that, saw no socks, Right, I saw what did right. that, that make you feel?
0: Like, like he's confident or full of shit? Damn it, tell the truth. It's okay, you can handle it.
1: No, no, he got. If he got that bottle right there, yeah. like that I, I think he got. Uh, you gotta be. I you feel can, like he you he's gotta be great. When I you to see Travis, like my brother Jay. You know, you oh, know how Jay were rocking.
0: That was amazing. All right, wine number four. This was the last wine we just had. Too bitter for everybody. For everybody who's a big fan of like big cabs, high tannins wines. This wine is perfectly structured. The alcohol and all those tannins that the guys talked about will go completely away if you support it with fatty, big food. So for example, Clu and I met because of a friend of ours, Eitan, who owns Hot and Fish Club, Big Steakhouse. This wine is very difficult to drink by itself, which is why they all felt like too bitter, too bitter, too bitter. Mm-hmm. But Big T-Bone Steak, going steak night with the boys, mm-hmm. this is a wine that will go super well with that because it will integrate with the fat. Let's see what it is. And the wine is an Amarone. Actually, I would have, actually I would have gotten that wrong if I had to guess. Cinque uh, Stella, two thousand and twelve Amarone. Uh, it was not sweet enough for me to think it was an Amarone. Trap when we got in the data. What's the cost? Uh, Sixty five dollars. Wine Library. Sixty five dollars. Yeah. press? Ninety three points. Wine Spectator. Mm. Ninety three So again. I liked it. It was solid. I would say it's sixty-five bucks, slightly overpriced yeah. for me based on where I ranked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and clearly a steak wine, as Emeroni is Italian wine, guys. Just so you know. All right, wine number one. The guys hated it. Let's 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 be very frank. These are polite men. I know them mm-hmm. well. But like also body language wise, they hated this wine. I liked it. It's very nerdy, bougie, white pants, shroudy. This is his style. This mm-hmm. would be something I'd recommend to him but not somebody who's just starting out. Let's see what it is. Yeah, uh, very nerdy stuff. Uh, Domaine de Pelican, au uh, 2014. Trouty? Uh, 94.1
1: spirits. Yep. $45 a bottle. $45 a so bottle. So it's expensive. expensive. So is that, but all we'll, we'll, we'll these others, so there's $65, 65 and $55, for so it's the least expensive. So this is the least expensive. expensive. So it's Trouty. made by Don Trevelle, in Burgundy, where he makes
0: Big time producer uh, from Burgundy, which is Pinot Noir. uh revoir, very esoteric, a Pinot Noir blend, uh, very nerdy. Uh, and from Jura, you know, which is a, a very nerdy, 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 and I was right, this is a wine that Trouty not only when I recommended, he'd feel good about his bougie-ness. Uh, Trouty doesn't drink the rosé that all of you guys are drinking. Trouty drinks rosé that is so awkward and from somewhere very weird that he has to spend an hour explaining to you the rosé. But right. you just want to jump on the float in the middle of the pool that's a swan and just enjoy yourself. Trouty follows <laughs> you out to the pool and explains to you that the grapes were harvested on August 15th. That's Trouty, just so the to And the wine of the night for me, wine number three, big, structured, powerful, well-integrated, I was a fan, is Stone the Crows Cabernet 2013, uh, Three Twins Vineyard, Napa Valley Cabernet, Trouty cost, expensive. $110. Gold. 110 Holy. bucks. Wow. It's still an expensive date. 94 points, uh, Antonio Bologna. 94 points. What would that be? 500. 400, 500. Wow. Big wine, super hard to get wine list, yeah. you know, it's the kind of thing you get direct consumer, Cabernet, great wines. Uh, men, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Parting shots, what should the kings and the hustlers and the ambitious uh, who are listening uh, know? What have you learned as you grind? Joe, you're still a young man, let's start with you. What's the, what's the? I mean, you started this off with a manifesto, but something you didn't cover there, something a little different. <coughs> what's one, one tidbit, one fun fact somebody can leave with?
3: Fun fact, as in,
0: what you know? If there's a, if there's a, five hundred thousand kids listening right now, or kids in heart, right? A fifty-four year old who's looking to start over, or start again, or attack it. Uh, what's one piece of advice, or one recap from what you have to say early on? What, what should, what's the two sentences? One sentence, ten words that people should be thinking about.
3: Man, so there's so much you can say, you know. What do you choose to say? Just don't stop, man, it don't, it don't matter. And Two I know words. everybody say that. Everybody not. says that, but like, don't stop. If you know it's for you, then can't nobody take it away from you. Because at the end of the day, it's gonna always be impossible until you do it. I mean, once you do it, everybody else ain't I no choice but to believe. So okay. I just say keep going and give up. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely.
2: Clue? Uh, supposed to I just wanna say out there to all the kids out there, uh, don't get sidetracked. Um, I know social media helps portray that you have to be a rapper or an actor or a basketball player or a football player to be successful. And that's absolutely not true. Even though it might be the quote-unquote cool sexy. job yeah. and a sexy job,
1: it's not for everybody.
2: All right, man.
1: Thanks for being here. Appreciate it, gotcha. Yeah, um expect, yeah. To hear, expect to hear no forever. You know, um,
0: right, you're still hearing no. I'm I still hearing you're still you here know, know this no. Week?
1: Zuckerberg's still hearing no. Um, it doesn't get easier, but if you're Jordan, saying no, Zucks. <laughs> I want to hear your <laughs> something. I saw getting interviewed I saw Zuckerberg, <laughs> getting, interviewed by, I saw Zuckerberg yeah. getting interviewed by Obama. He said uh you know, he said, listen, they said uh, it's never going to go to other Ivy League schools. They want it goes to high schools. Nobody wants to be on the same platform their grandmother's on. Uh, mm-hmm. and now it's going la- to be on laptops or computers, but who the hell is going to look at Facebook on their iPhone while, mm-hmm. while, they're, while they're riding their bike or whatever? Can't get into Africa. You're going to hear no, right? <coughs> always expect to hear no, but that doesn't matter. So you're going to always hear no, but enjoy the journey. Matt, I
0: appreciate your time. Thank you're you so too. much. Thanks Everybody have a great day. Thanks for listening The Blind Brown Paper Bags. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.